without stopping to ask yourself that question. What do you have now that you once only daydreamed about? Then you don't fully take it in. You don't fully have appreciation. You don't fully take inventory of all the things you have right now that you once prayed for. Welcome everybody to the Chris Harder Show, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success, knowing that when good people like you make good money, they can then do great things. My name is Chris Harder, and several times per week, I will bring you epic guests, solo episodes, and every single tool, trick, and skill set you need to grow your business, grow your money mindset, and to grow your wealth to levels that you have never reached before. I've ended up in a unique place in life where I've got the experience, the connections, and all of the secrets that it takes to be successful. And I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Chris Harder Show, where I'm actually recording this episode from the back of my RV. Now, that leads to today's episode, which is all about what do you have now that you once only daydreamed about? Matter of fact, I posted this tile the other day and it it got a massive response. What do you have now that you once used to daydream about? I don't know if you are as much of a daydreamer like me, but ever since I was a kid, I have been a a daydreamer. And really, it's a form of visualization, which is like a form of meditation, right? And the more you visualize things, the more they are likely to come true. You know, I always, whenever I say something, I always say, hey, I don't care what side of the fence you're on. Whether you're team woo-woo, where you're like, oh, what I visualize appears and I'm making it happen in my mind. Or if you're team logical and you say, well, when I visualize things on a regular basis, it internally and subconsciously motivates me. And then my subconscious actions and conscious actions that I take after that are the things that make me go out and be able to create the things I was visualizing. Now, I believe in both sides. I believe in team woo-woo and I believe in team logical. I run right down the middle. And so I don't care which side of that fence you're on. One thing I know is true, and that is if you daydream about things enough, aka visualize them, then the wildest of things that you daydream about can come true. And so for me, in this case, as I sit in this epic half a million dollar bus, I sit here and I say, I can't believe that this daydream has come true. Now, not because I think it's really cool to have some gigantic bus. I mean, I guess there is a part of it that's really cool. It satisfies some kind of inner young child of me that wanted to be a truck driver when I grew up. But more importantly, it's because what I can do with it. You see, when I I daydreamed, even as a, a, a teenager, even as a young adult, I daydreamed about being able to take my family on motorhome trips because I grew up as a kid taking motorhome trips. You see, grandma and grandpa had a beautiful motorhome and they were the average retired couple where they spent half the year you know, on the road in their motorhome seeing the country. And I grew up in a middle-class family and one of the most affordable yet fun vacations that my parents were able to take us on was each summer they would borrow grandma and grandpa's motorhome for a couple of weeks and they would take us somewhere. So I remember one vacation I, I called the out west vacation where we went and we went through Wyoming and South Dakota and all those areas. Remember, I grew up in the Midwest. 
And I remember another one we took to Florida and went to Disney. And I remember another one we took up through Canada, through the West Coast there. Is just, you know, amazing vacations with amazing memories. And so I've always daydreamed that I'd be able to do that with my family. Well, those of you that follow me on Instagram and know me well, you know I don't have kids yet. Well, apparently Lori and I are are waiting to set the world record for waiting the longest. <laughs> but we are hell-bent on having kids at some point, right? We know for a fact that we want to grow old with a family. And so I daydream about bringing that family on motorhome vacations. But in the meantime, I get to use it for Lori and I. I'm happiest when I'm behind the wheel, when I'm just seeing the country through that massive windshield. When I look over and there's Lori and there's Bananas, our dog, just sitting there in the passenger seat and and seeing the country with me. There's a sense of freedom and a sense of relaxation that is really hard to replace in, in, in any other form. But right now, as I record this, I also get to take a different portion of my family on a motorhome trip, and that is my mom. So as those of you that know, my father passed away unexpectedly this past June. And so, of course, mom is, is now widowed. And she spends her winters out in Arizona, uh, not more than about two miles from us. And her summers up in Wisconsin on the lake where we're all from. And so that means that, you know, because we're not going to make a 72-year-old woman drive herself across country. Um, and the fact is she can't fly because she has a great big uh, golden doodle and she brings her stuff out with her and she needs a car out there, right? So driving is the logical choice. My brother goes to get her in the fall, brings her out. And then I bring her home in the spring like this. So right now, as I record this, we're making the trek from. Scottsdale, Arizona, all the way up to Wisconsin to bring her home. And it's just mom and I. And we are reminiscing about when our roles were reversed. When when she was, my, you know, the parent still is my parent, obviously, but you know what I mean? When she was the parent taking us kids on motorhome vacations. And it's been so much fun to have this daydream come true, right? Now I'm taking my family on motorhome vacations. And we're reminiscing about what those vacations were like. And we're reminiscing about old stories and, and old memories together. And we're having great conversations. And we're, you know, we're listening to, to audiobooks and we're listening to podcasts and, and even just our favorite music. And we're experiencing memories that will be priceless. We're experiencing bonding moments that we wouldn't have otherwise. None of this would be happening. If I wasn't a daydreamer, or if you want to call it visualization, you can call it that too. Now, I started this podcast by saying, what do you have now that you once only daydreamed about? For me, it's not just this bus, right? It's Lori as a wife. It's the home that we have. I used to daydream about um, having a home like we do right now. It is the people I have in my life. I mean, the list goes on and on and on of things I used to daydream about that, that I now have. And without stopping to ask yourself that question, what do you have now that you once only daydreamed about? Then you don't fully take it in. You don't fully have appreciation. You don't fully take inventory of all the things you have right now that you once prayed for. And when you don't stop to take inventory like that, then what happens is it's like not having it at all. I mean, yes, technically you have it. Yes, technically you're experiencing it. But if you don't stop to take inventory, if you don't stop to, to build a gratitude practice around it, if you don't stop to look and say, wow, I once remember daydreaming about this. I once remember praying about this. I once remember just thinking that this was a, a distinct 
you know, maybe possibility, but sure as heck wasn't real for me back whenever. If you don't stop and take the time to do that, then it's like you haven't accomplished it at all. And that would be my wish for every single one of you here on this Money Monday is that sometimes when we talk about money, it's about the exciting things it can buy. Sometimes when we talk about money, it's about the the great acts of generosity you can do. Sometimes when we talk about money, it's about the security. But sometimes it's about being grateful for what your money has been able to buy you that you once only daydreamed about. Now, for those of you that are listening where you're still in daydreaming mode, you're nowhere near where you want to be. Maybe finances are tough right now. Maybe things don't feel good. Maybe you don't feel like you're you're on the uh, the up and up. You might feel like you're in the, the, the pit of your story right now financially. That's okay. This is for you too. Because those are the moments that's most important to daydream. I'm not kidding. When your day feels like absolute garbage, that's when you need to tune out, close your eyes and daydream about something you want. It'll motivate you again. It'll reconnect you to your purpose. It'll reconnect you to your why. It'll reconnect you to why you want to roll up your sleeves and push through this hard moment, this hard time. You got to remember, it wasn't more than 12 years ago, which sounds like a lot, but boy, it goes by quickly that Lori and I were completely starting over financially as, as we lost everything in, in that last big recession. But you know what we, we never stopped doing? We never stopped daydreaming. During the roughest moments, of our financial reinvention. We didn't stop taking our, our walks around the neighborhood and dreaming out loud about what we want. As a matter of fact, we still do it today. We, we have recommitted to going on these dates every week and daydreaming together out loud about what do we want our life to look like in five years? What do we want it to look like in 10 years? Wouldn't it be cool if, wouldn't it be amazing if we are habitual daydreamers we are habitual visualization-ers. I understand that's not a word. And I'm telling you, it's one of the biggest secrets to success is if you allow yourself to be too, and not just hope it happens. You need to be intentional. The way Lori and I are intentional about going out on these daydream dinner dates, you need to be intentional about your intent around going out and daydreaming and visualizing what you want. Otherwise, the path from where you are right now to where you want to be, it just feels too far. You need to see yourself already there. You need to see yourself in it. You need to feel the gratitude, feel the excitement you're going to have when you get there. And one of the best ways to get into it, to start realizing how far you've come and what you do have, instead of looking at what you don't have, is going all the way back to that original question. What do you have today that you once only daydreamed about? Because when you realize that I'm just going to make something up, pretend it's a truck or pretend it's a, a certain bag or pretend it's a, just a, a nice roof over your head for, for you and your family. When you realize, wait a minute, I have a secure roof over my head and I once only daydreamed that I would get out of that apartment with my family. Hey, wait a minute, I have this, this truck that's reliable. And I once only daydreamed as I was broken down on the side of the road with car, junker car after junker car that I one day would have a nice reliable vehicle to bring my family around in. When you realize how far you've come, even though you're not where you want to be, then that shows you the power of where you can bring yourself going forward. That shows you the power that, wait, if I can dream it, I can create it. If I can dream it, I can find the path. If I can dream it, I can build the bridge to where I want to go. That's why you got to ask yourself, what do you have right now that you once only daydreamed about? Because I promise you have more than you give yourself credit for. 
You've got to take that inventory for what you have right now in order to show yourself what you're capable of so that you can then believe how powerful you are and capable of where you want to go. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I always appreciate every single one of you. If you love this podcast, you're going to love my wife's new podcast. Some of you have been raving about it. Others have not heard about it. Now, as you know, my wife, Lori, has a podcast called Earn Your Happy. And she's had that for years and has over 29 million downloads. Can you believe that? Well, in addition to that podcast, because that's still around, she partnered with some incredible friends of hers. Britt Driscoll, who is the founder of Squeeze Massage Franchise, and Allie Webb, the founder of Dry Bar. She's partnered with those two girlfriends of hers and called it appropriately, Girlfriends and Business. And I'll tell you what, the episodes are amazing. I listen to them not because she's my wife. I listen to them because they're really good advice on, on business and pushing through in life and, and you know, like picking yourself up when you've got those wall-kicking moments. So if you totally get inspired by business stories, by women who have gone first, if you're a fan of Allie Webb and, and Britt Driscoll and Lori Harder, you're going to want to go to girlfriendsandbusiness.com. Again, go to girlfriendsandbusiness.com, grab any one of those episodes, give it a listen, and you're going to be hooked. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Always appreciate you. And I'll be back same time, same place next Money Monday. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.